Yeah, they call that a officially a wild pitch. Wild pitch, okay. There is no such that's thing as a, a former catcher. That's true. I mean, I, I, I'm not you. Well, actually, I caught some, but not enough to matter. So the wild ruling on the wild pitch, but in any case, the runner reaching on the strikeout. Two balls, one strike with this hitter. Line drive, that's a base hit into left center field. Runner at first will hold as Snyder gets the ball back in in a hurry. And so Western is back in business for the really fourth inning in a row, this time with less than two outs. So top of the order and Ty Crittenberger, he is one for two with a run scored. Raiders could really use a ground ball here. Yeah, ball outside and one and oh to him. Strikeout, the runner reaching in a wild pitch and a base hit. And back to the top of the Western batting order. Yeah, and this uh, Crittenberger is the, the tying run at the plate. And he takes a ball, 2-0. Blue Raiders one time led 6 to nothing, but have been blanked since a three-run first and a three-run second. Western threatening, as we mentioned, for the fourth inning in a row. Two balls, no strikes. That's a strike, two and one. Good fastball. Opening game of Conference USA play here tonight. 2-1 pitch, right down the middle. Mm. Uh, called strike two. Ross is the base runner at second base. Victor the base runner at first for Western. 2-2 pitch. Soft liner caught by our one hopper to D.J. Wright. Didn't see that hit the dirt in front of the plate. Fortunately, D.J. did. He gets the out at second base. And so on the 3-6 fielder's choice, Crittenberger becomes a base runner. Victor is the runner forced at second. Ross moves to third. Runners on the corners with two outs for Aiden Gilroy. Two walks and a fly ball to right for him in three trips to the plate. That's from the left side and takes down low for a ball. Blue Raiders trying to get the, two, the third out of an inning on their first try. If after three innings in a row with two reaching. Swing and a miss. A good fastball. One and one. Freshman right-hander Bryant Baranek working for the Blue Raiders in this game. Came on in the fifth. A 1-1 pitch with the runner going. The throw to second base and not in time. And a stolen base for Crittenberger. 
for Crittenberger. That is his eighth in ten tries. And now runners at second and third. I think we've got some Western fans here. Either that or middle fans are colorblind and wearing red. Here's a swing and a miss and a strike two. Yeah. Oh, we've got uh, we've got our fans and they've got some fans over there working at cross purposes. Yes. <laughs> two two on this hitter with two on and two outs. Swinging a foul and still two and two. Either that or just some Cardinal fans, John. Probably not. I probably not. Probably not. Okay. Aiden Gilroy at the plate. He's the third baseman for Western Kentucky. Another 2-2 pitch to him, and a base hit to center field. Now score two. One run scores, another runner coming in, and he will score, and it's a one-run ball game. And again, the Blue Raiders can't nail that third out down. This ending particularly painful as it's a two-out hit to drive in two runs, make it a one-run game, and you realize one of the two who scored struck out. Yep. That reached on a wild pitch. I don't think I've seen quite uh, this many innings in a row where you can't get the third out. In the third inning with two outs, two walks. In the fourth inning with two outs, two walks. In the fifth inning with two outs, a single and a double. And a single thus far in this sixth inning. Got action in the Raider bullpen. And you've got a hitter at the plates who's 0 for 3, who came into the game hitting 450. I don't like the odds. Drew record is the batter. So at one time it was 6-0 Blue Raiders. It's 6-5 now here in the sixth inning. It's a left-hander throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. Can't see him, but I'll bet you anything that's Cothran. He's been usually the first left-hander that's, that's come in. 1-0 with record, and this ball is lifted in the air. Down the line in right, it is foul. That was not going to be caught as it was not hit deep enough for Vitato to, or even Mabry to get to it too far from JT and Jared. Actually, yes. Anyway, a foul ball and a strike. Gilroy with the two runs batted in now has 17. He's at first. Pitch on the way, hit in the air into right center field. Coming over and in the center fielder, Eston Snyder. He will make the catch to retire the side. But Western plates two here in the sixth. Two runs on two hits. No errors and one left on base. Six to five Blue Raiders as we move to the bottom of the sixth inning. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Western Kentucky has looked at a 6-0 deficit and said, nah, no problem for us. Well, it still might be, but they've knocked off five of those six, and so the Blue Raiders will want to get the bats going. Well, they're they're confident at the plate, aren't they? They very are. When you see their batting averages, as we said, a 330 team average coming in. Eston Snyder has scored a run, 0 for 2, reached on an error and scored in the second inning. Takes the ball outside. Eston Snyder, J.T. Mabry, and Brett Coker in this sixth inning. A long way to go. We're only in the bottom of the sixth. Right-handers starting to loosen in the uh, western uh, bullpen. Thomas Harris has done exactly what you want somebody in in long early relief to do. That is come in and shut the door. He entered the game with his team Mm -hmm. trailing 6-1. Now his team is within a run at 6-5. He has not allowed any runs or hits. Well, then his only blemish is he's hit a couple of batters, but he's struck out three. Two and one, Snyder a swing and a miss, and strike two. Count even on Eston. Eston playing in center field tonight. A 2-2 pitch to him. Swing and a miss. That's the fourth strikeout for Maceres. Leadoff batter retired here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Top of the order, J.T. Mabry will bat. J.T. two hits, two runs. Last time up hit a line drive to center field. So two for three in this game. Hits with one out, bases empty in the bottom of the sixth inning. Ground ball goes to second base. Victor has it out at first and two down. So with two outs and the bases empty, here is shortstop Brett Coker. Brett was hit by a pitch back in the first inning and scored. Grounded out and struck out since then. Brett bats with two outs, nobody on base here in this sixth inning. Naceris delivers, a ground ball is foul, rolls up the third baseline and foul almost immediately. 
And a strike one count. Outfield playing Brett slightly to pull the baseball. One strike delivery. That's a strike on the outside oh. corner. And 0-2. That, uh, that was a pretty good pitch. I thought that was low and away, but he caught enough plate. Two-strike delivery. That's inside. One ball and two strikes. Oh, they had set up to go back outside. That was a challenge for uh, Camden Ross to get back and setting up outside again. One-two pitch. Fouled at the plate. Still a ball and two strikes. A busy time of year with... Conference baseball getting started. You've got NCAA tournaments, NIT tournaments going on. Spring training baseball. Good time to be a sports fan. That was Catherine throwing earlier. Not throwing right now. Kind of playing ball against the... I used to do that, throw the ball against the wall and catch it. Looks like he might be ready to go if uh, if they call on him. It's a ball and two strikes with Jay Brent Coker, and oh. that pitch goes way outside. Two balls and two strikes. If that had been in the dirt, it was about like a, a kid got called out on in a Southland game about a week ago. Ball three outside. Three balls and two strikes. On deck is Jeremiah Boyd. Brett Coker seen the count go from one and two to three and two on the last couple of pitches. Actually, it's gone from 0 and two yeah. to three and two. How often does that happen? That happens a lot. Yes. A lot more than it should. Three two pitch, a high bouncer to third. Gilroy, Gilroy with the throw to first and out over there to retire the side. Blue Raiders go one, two, three in the bottom of the sixth inning, and we will go to the seventh. The Blue Raiders lead Western Kentucky by a six to five score. In the bottom of the sixth for the Blue Raiders, no runs, no hits, no errors, no runners left on base. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. 
Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders this sports. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. batter up here for Western Kentucky has hit a fly ball to Galloway and left on the first pitch and so one pitch one out as Bryant Baranek delivers a strike on the outside corner to Kirk Liebert. Liebert two hits and three at bats and a run batted in doubled his last time up to drive in a run takes outside and low one and one change for the Blue Raiders Luke Vinson has gone into the game to play center field. He's going to bat in Jared Vitato's spot, the eighth place in the batting order. And Eston Snyder moves to right. Ball one and strike two now with Liebert. 6-5 ball game through seven innings, or through six innings. We're in the top of the seventh. One, two, and that's strike three called. For Bryant Baranek, strikeout number three, and unfortunately only two of them have counted as outs. So I guess the, the rhetorical question is how can you strike out somebody when they're not out? Well. I've never thought about that. And <laughs> think. But you still credit the strikeout. That's, a, that's just one of those quirks of the rules. Here's the challenge. Can we get the third out now? Been a problem. Brian Baranek out for his second full inning. Came in the game in the fifth to get the final out. Pitched in the sixth. Touch for a couple of runs. And he's a ball and a strike with Bodicic. Bodicic a, an 0 for 3 game. Needs to be an 0 for 4 here. 1-1 delivery, that's a little bit outside. Ball two and strike one. At the beginning of the inning, uh, the Raiders had Patrick Johnson up throwing. He's still out there, but he's not throwing very hard. Swinging a foul out of play, two and two. Through six, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, five runs, seven hits, two errors. They've stranded seven. And the Blue Raiders, six runs, eight hits, an error. And five left on base. A 2-2 pitch outside, ball three and strike two. I was checking scores, and if I didn't see it cross-eyed, it looked like Purdue, a number one seed, was going to lose to Fairleigh Dickinson. Really? I'll have to check it again. Okay. Here's a hard ground ball foul at third base, and so still three and two with this hitter. 16s beating ones are about as rare as perfect games, aren't they? Yeah. Well, the, the difference is I've actually watched one time a 16 team. I've never actually watched or been at or in any way seen a perfect game. I have seen a perfect game. 
So John Wathen of the Nashville Sounds throw a perfect game. It was the most beautiful scorecard I've ever. Oh, a walk. And a two-out walk. Yeah. So that very innocuous streak continues. In the third inning, two two-out walks. Same in the fourth, two two-out hits. In the fifth, an RBI hit in the sixth, and now a two-out walk in the seventh. And you've got the go-ahead run at the plate now. And it's Lucas Ferris who has hit a home run in this game. He takes and gets a strike on the inside corner. It's, isn't it strange? You know, baseball just has so many quirks, and you see things that you don't expect to see. I like trouble getting the third out in an inning. And a base hit into left center field. The runner at first base will stop as Galloway gets to the ball. And Ferris has his second hit. Hits are even now at eight apiece. So it was two outs and a one ball, two strike count on the hitter. And now it's two outs and two on. And you've got the time running at second base now. Camden Ross struck out his last time up, but reached on a wild pitch and scored a run. That, that ended, was in the sixth. Yeah, that ended up being a very expensive wild pitch. Yeah, it did cost that runner, but actually two because two runs because that would have there would not have been a, a two out hit had that not occurred. First pitch a strike. Next one fouled at the plate. And strike two. Soprano needs to reach back and find something special here in this situation. He's two strikes with Ross. That's from the right side. A two-strike pitch is up and in. Ball one and strike two. We've seen that pattern. Fastball didn't come down, and so it's one ball and two strikes. And ball two is outside, two and two. First of three, and the next two are like this. It's going to be Patrick Johnson working a little bit faster down in the Raider bullpen. 2-2 two, two pitch. That's ball three. So he was 0-2, and, and now he's 3-2. By the way, Chip Walter just texted that fairly <laughs> fairly ridiculous is what he said. <laughs> Did beat Purdue 63-58. to 58. Wow. Yeah. That messed up some uh, brackets, huh? 3-2 uh, pitch and ball four. <clears throat> so Ross was at the plate. No balls and two strikes. With two outs? With two outs and gets four straight out of the strike zone. That ball three was in the vicinity, but that was it. So the inning continues for A.J. Fichter. He was in this situation back in the, uh, what was in the fourth inning? Bases loaded with two outs. No, he got a... Yeah, he was. He was that that he was that guy, wasn't he? Yeah. But he so, was the guy that delivered a base hit 
in the uh, in the sixth inning. So Coach Jerry Myers has called time and gone to the mound, and we'll see what will transpire here. No call at the moment to the bullpen. And Baranek will stay in the game. Gets the pat. Says, let's, let's do it, kid. So with two outs and nobody on, a walk, a single, and a walk, and here is Fichter. He singled his last time up. Helped contribute to the two sixth-inning runs for Western Kentucky, and he bats for the second time with the bases loaded. That's a little scary. He's a 300 hitter. Takes down low, ball one. So Brannick has missed with five straight. Bryant getting the ball back quickly from Briggs Rudder. 1-0 pitch. That's a ball. And it's 2-0. Right-hand hitter at the plate. Shows bunt. Backs away and takes a strike. And that makes it two balls and one strike. You know, if he were to get one down, far enough down the third base line, that... Uh, There's oh, a strike. Fastball in the outside corner. No yeah. longer an issue. With two strikes, probably not... Infield is back all the way around. Yeah. Not expecting a bunt, but it's two and two, and the pitch fouled back to the screen. Okay, it is uh, the second time Chip just texted me again that the uh, number one seed has lost to a 16 seed. University of Maryland. Here's a ground ball, base hit into right field. One run is going to score. Another runner trying to score and save at the plate. It's interesting, he was called safe before he touched the plate. But I would agree that he was safe. So Fichter drives in two, and a 6-0 lead is now a 7-6 deficit. And the inability to get a third out in an inning has reached actually almost absurd proportions. And with two outs, the inning will continue for Ty Crittenberger. But with a new pitcher. Coach Myers going to the mound. And so that will be all for Bryant Baranek. So, a one-time middle had a six-to-nothing lead, and with a pitching change in the top of the seventh, it is Western who's in front now, seven to six. With the pitching change, we'll step away. This is Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. 
Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. 7-6 Western still in the top of the seventh and a new pitcher for the Blue Raiders. And quite appropriately for St. Patrick's Day, this is Patrick Johnson coming on, making his fifth appearance all in relief. He's thrown six innings, given up two runs, only one of them earned on four hits, two walks, three strikeouts. 1.50 ERA, no record but one save. He's got one job, and that's to get an out here, contain the damage, keep this ball ball game from exploding. This is a pretty pretty incredible streak here. Um, It's unfortunately not incredibly good. The other number one seed, I started to say, I hate when play-by-play uh, interrupts, you know, yakking about stuff. That's right. Um, but University of Mer- Maryland, Baltimore County uh, <laughs> was the number one seed to win a few years ago. And, and I, I know about that because my wife's cousin and um, his wife both work at that university then. I think they still do, actually. They're, they're those young people that are yeah. in their 60s that could actually retire if they wanted to. I, I don't know anything about that. Except I do know that uh, Patrick Johnson came in and his first pitch was a strike. Patrick on in relief. Uh, Bryant Baranek, third Blue Raider pitcher of this game. Pitches low, a ball and a strike. Two runs in each of the last three innings for Western Kentucky, and they've all scored with two outs. A 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss, and strike two. Now that 6-0 lead seems like a long time ago. It does. Actually, looking at my watch, it was. <laughs> Top of the seventh, 7-6 seven, Western Kentucky. One ball and two strikes. Crittenberger the batter, and he takes strike three call. Johnson gets a strikeout and ends the top of the seventh, but it's two more runs for Western Kentucky. Two runs, two hits. And they leave two. And so seventh inning stretch time tonight here finds Western beating the Blue Raiders by a score of seven to six. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Also, we move along to the bottom of the seventh. It's turned around in favor of the Hilltopper. 7-6, Western leading in this one. Now, five innings in a row. The Blue Raiders could not get the third out of an inning for the first time. And see, it's two, four, six, seven, eleven times. Final line on Bryant Baranek: two innings, four runs, on four base hits. He walked two and struck out three, but one of the strikeouts reached on a wild pitch and scored a run. So a different look to the game, and then the thing you've got to keep in mind, I was telling myself this, is it's a one-run ball game. And, um, you know, you can... But it doesn't feel like a one-run ball It doesn't. It's it's very strange. Well, hat tip two for Western's Dalton Masaris, who has pitched three and two-thirds innings of no-run no-hit baseball. It was 6-1 to one when he came in the game, and he's getting set to work the bottom of the seventh, now leading by a run. Well, both starters now off the hook. Neither one of them will figure in the decision. Yeah, one time it was Cole Heath who was on the bad end and Jaden Ham on the good end. Of course, Jaden, by not working through the fifth, was never going to get the never. He was not he a, on get the decision. Not to get get the win. But prior to that, here's Jeremiah Boyd, and the ball hit up the middle into center field for a base hit. It's the first Blue Raider base hit off of Masaris. And, and you know, if they'd been playing the shift, that would have <laughs> been an easy ground ball. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Because that was exactly but where they were playing the second base. This is what good hitters do. You hit yeah. them where they're not. That's and right. And that so goes back to the and then what we Wee Willie Keeler, yeah. Hit them where hit them where they ain't. Here's a ball hit up the middle off the bat of Briggs Rudder, and that's a base hit. So a couple of Hits to start the bottom of the seventh inning. And that was that ball was well struck. That ball was smacked. And it might mean that uh, 
Masaris is uh, running out of gas a little bit. They do have uh, a right-hander working in the bullpen, and he looks like he might be ready. And the Blue Raiders are going to use a pinch runner. Bryce Simler is going to run for Jeremiah Boyd. So Jeremiah gets two hits in three at-bats, drives in a run. Also hit by a pitch and a coaching visit to the mound for Western Kentucky. They are going to go to the bullpen as the Blue Raiders finally get to Masaris for a couple of hits here to start the bottom of the seventh inning. Pitching change for Western, and we've got another pitching change break. We will take this time to step away. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Attorney at Law has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, a pitching change for Western Kentucky here in the bottom of the seventh inning. They're bringing on Jack Bennett for his uh, team-leading eighth appearance. He's thrown 14 two-thirds innings, given up eight runs, seven of them earned on 14 hits, so almost a hit an inning. He's walked four, but he struck out 16. Ooh. So a little bit better than one an inning. Uh, he's got a 4.30 ERA, one save. So Bennett is from Paducah, and he becomes Western's third pitcher. Dalton Masaris, three and two-thirds innings of no run, two-hit baseball, no walks, couple of hit by pitch, and he struck out four. As we mentioned, when he came into the game, it was 6-1 Blue Raiders, and he leaves with his team leading 7-6. But uh, he's got a, leaves a, a couple of runners, including one in scoring position. Yeah, Bryce Simler running for Jeremiah Boyd now at second base. Briggs Rudder at first. Galloway. Oh. Shows bunt, a breaking ball goes outside, and a nice play by the catcher, Ross, as that one wanted to scoot away, but he would have none of that. So 1-0 and with Jackson. Jackson won for three and an RBI in this game. 7-6, Western in the bottom of this inning. A ball bunted out in front of the plate. The play will have to go to first, and safe over there. The ball is dropped as it was a little offline, and so everybody is safe. So you're going to give the catcher is on the, the air on the throw? 
I don't know if I, yeah, I, I think I probably would. So it's a sacrifice for Galloway, and it puts runners on every base. D.J. Wright is the batter. Two runs single and three at-bats. That was back in the first inning. Base is loaded for him, and he takes the strike. So a sacrifice bunt and an error loads the bases. D.J. at the plate, a one-strike pitch. High and outside, one and one. Seven six game, Western in the bottom of the seventh. This has been a little different than some of the others we've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Certainly different from what we saw a week ago. Pitch outside and low. Bennett's having trouble finding the plate. That was a nice backhanded catch, pickup by the catcher, Ross. Two and one with DJ. Blue Raiders on every base. Similar rug, Rudder and Galloway. That pitch is down low. Ball three and strike one. On deck is Gabe Jennings. Three and one with DJ Wright. Pitch on the way, a swing and a miss. And a strike two, full count with the Blue Raider first baseman. Just needs to put the ball in play. You don't want uh, the strikeout, you don't want the pop up. You're willing to give up the double play. Three, two pitch, hit high in the air, down the line and right. It's going to be caught in foul territory. Runner tagging from third is similar. He is going to score the tying run, and now the throw gets away, and the other runners will go to second and third. So a sack fly, sack fly, sacrifice fly from DJ Wright. He has three runs batted in in this game. Jer Bryce Simler, pinch running, scores the run, and then the throw gets away at the plate. So you give the error to the right fielder for the throw or to the catcher for not being able to handle it? I'll let the fiscal scorer figure that one out. Well, they're still working on it. All right. But there is an error involved for sure. Second and third infield in with one out for Gabe Jennings. Gabe, two hits in this game, two for two, plus a hit by pitch takes outside and ball one so we're back even seven seven uh, that wipes out Damaris's work here's a hot smash third third by Jennings he's come through again he's going to have a two-run double and now it gets by the left fielder Gabe is going to try to go to third and he's going to go standing into third base We've turned it completely around. It is now 9-7 Blue Raiders as Gabe Jennings follows a six RBI game with a two RBI game to this point. And then an error out in left field to get him to third base. So Damaris goes from being a pitcher of record on the upside to being the pitcher of record on the downside. 
Yeah, two runs to him. Galloway, who reached on the error, also scores. That is Bennett's, and that will stay unearned all the way. Infield in, a runner at third, still only one out. The batter is Luke Vinson. Luke is batting for the first time, went into play center field with Eston Snyder moving to right in the seventh inning. That uh, very definitely a defensive move. Strike called on a 1-0 pitch, one and one. So a three run bottom of the seventh for Middle Tennessee. Runner at third, one out. 1-1 one, one to Vincent, sacrifice is gonna be good. Squeeze play, he is out. Coming in to score is Gabe Jennings. And that, my friends, was a nicely executed <laughs> squeeze. Yeah, it ball way, uh, the only one that could handle that was the pitcher. And he was uh, close enough to the line that he executed that play. Tag Vincent going down, but uh, that is a big run there. That makes it 10 to seven Blue Raiders. Well, one thing that, you know, in, in the frustrations on the Blue Raiders, they, they didn't have any scoring opportunities, innings two through six. So right. any, a runner at second, one out one time. Right. So it wasn't like you're missing chances to expand the lead. You just had a pitcher who was shutting you down. Who is now on the downside. Go figure. Yeah. It's baseball. A ball and a strike with Eston Snyder. Tried to check his swing and was not successful. And so strike two, one and two. So a four-run inning. There have been two errors in this inning. Make that three errors. Is that right? Thanks. There. One... Two, yeah, three errors in the inning. A swing and a miss and strike three. We'll figure that one out in a little bit. A strikeout ends the bottom of the seventh, but a very good one for the Blue Raiders. They played four on three base hits. There were three errors and nobody left on base so we will head to the eighth inning now and we flipped it back in the other direction and this time in the right direction blue raiders lead 10 to 7 after seven you're listening to mtsu baseball on the blue raider network from learfield will fraley attorney at law has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. 
The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, this has been quite a, an interesting game. Um, Blue Raiders three in the first, three in the second. And the first pitch here in this inning, top of the eighth, is hit into the left field corner for a double. And it just continues to get very interesting. A leadoff double by Aiden Gilroy to start the eighth inning. Top of the eighth. Ten hits now for Western Kentucky. Uh, the last thing we need to do is just start throwing the uh, baseball around. And we looked to me at the tail end of that play, there was some. There was. Unfortunately, there was enough backup going on to keep the runner at second base. So Gilroy, who has his second hit, plus two walks, is at second with nobody out in the top of the eighth. A strike called to Drew Record. Record a fly ball to center his last time up. Right now, the uh, the official score is uh, Galloway's what we were calling a sack. They're just saying that was an E2. Well, that needs to be changed. I think you're right. Here's a hard ground ball to short. Coker has a play at third and out at third. Oh, not good base running at all. Ran right into that. Uh, wow. Fielder's choice and score at 6-5, but... When you're trailing by three in the eighth inning and you're at second with nobody out, you don't. You got a ground ball to deep short. Is that in front of you? No. Yeah, that, that was not even necessarily a sure out uh, at first base. Of course, Coker has a strong enough arm, but that would that would have been a tough out at first. So a big out there, runner at first and one out. The batter is Tristan Garcia. He is one for four, an RBI single in the fifth, also scored in that inning. I think I'd rather have a runner at second base with one out than a runner on first with one out. Throw over to first base and record is back in. Two balls and no strikes. That pitch was inside to Garcia. Johnson's just having trouble getting that ball down, and that's the only way you're going to throw a strike to Garcia is to get the ball down. He bats from the left side, hits with a runner at first. And is outside ball three and no strikes. Mm. Blue Raiders have walked seven in this game. And a 3-0 count on this batter. Throw to first. And no lead at all to speak of, and so record had no problem getting back in. Three balls and no strikes. Another throw to first. 10-7 Blue Raiders, and we're in the top of the eighth inning. Garcia, three balls and no strikes. Waits patiently and gets a 3-0 pitch way high and outside for ball four. 
So it puts runners at first and second base and frankly negates the runner out at third because you've got a runner at second base with one out, which is what would have happened yeah. probably. But now you also have a runner at first. So walk on four pitches. And the batter is Kirk Liebert, who has two hits and four at-bats. And Coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. And I bet you we're going to see Catherine here. Got a left-hander warming up in the bullpen. Yeah. And that's what is going to happen. So another pitching change in this game. Keeping the board hopping tonight, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Pitching change in the top of the eighth inning. Two on, one out for Western. Blue Raiders up 10-7. We'll be back to tell you about the new Middle Tennessee pitcher after this. And I will correct myself for bringing in a right-hander. But in any case, a pitching change. And we'll be back. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, we saw Catherine warming up, but also behind the light pole was James Sells. That's right, and he's the one that's on. The right-hander, James Sells, making his uh, seventh appearance, and that leads the team. He's thrown 18 in the third innings, giving up 14 runs, 13 of them earned on 25 hits. Seven walks, 11 strikeouts, a 6.38 ERA, 0-2 record with one save. So he comes in with two on and one out in the top of the eighth. Now, Sells has been kind of our long man, and uh, he's usually been pretty good uh, the first couple of innings out, it's that third inning that he seems to give him the trouble. Well, he, he, we're not looking for um, more than an inning and a two-thirds tonight. So Liebert, the left fielder, bats from the left side, and a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. A double to start the inning, a runner out at third, but then a walk, and so runners at first and second base with one out for Western Kentucky. And so Western Kentucky's got the tying run at the plate. We've seen this situation tonight. Pitch on the way, down and in, ball one and strike one. Liebert has a home run. He also has, with the RBI in this game, 17 runs batted in. 
Starts tonight with a 348 average. And two hits will have that up. One ball and a strike. Sells delivers. Strike in the inside corner. One and two. <laughs> well, Blue Raiders had a 6-0 lead after two. Western took a 7-6 lead into the bottom of the seventh. And now it's 10-7 Blue Raiders in the top of the eighth. But Western is promptly threatening. One and two. I'm, I'm just thinking if, if Conference USA play for the rest of the season <laughs> is like this, you and Dick are going to be absolutely worn out when oh it's all gosh, done. yeah. One ball and two strikes. Sells delivers a slam foul over to beyond deck circle. Ducked nicely by Bodicic to get out of the way. I'm going to get about a 10-day vacation once we get through this season, uh, this series because I will not be going to Cookville on Tuesday. A 1-2 pitch. Ground ball. Coker has it to Mabry for one. On to first for a double play. And that retires the side. And boy, was that a beauty. 6-4-3 on the double play. And... We don't have to get the third out with a batter. We got it on the field. Yeah. So no runs on one hit and two left for Western in the top of the eighth inning. Go to the bottom of the eighth. The Blue Raiders have a 10-7 lead. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. All right, new pitcher for Western Kentucky as we head to the bottom of the eighth, and the Blue Raiders getting a big double play to keep the score in their favor, 10 to seven. And we're gonna be seeing a left-hander. This is Cal Higgins coming on for his sixth appearance. He's thrown seven innings, He's given seven runs uh, in those seven innings. All of them earned on 11 hits, three walks, nine strikeouts, a 9.00 ERA with no record. Here's the one I like, uh, Bob. Opponents hitting 344 against this guy. And in addition to those uh, three walks, he's also hit a couple of batters. 
So Higgins, who's from Kearney, Nebraska, went to I well, Western Community College before coming to Western. We've seen several players who've played there, in fact, a couple of Blue Raiders, and, and I always like to point out that back in the old days when I was working for a funeral home company doing accounting and tax, that I did a seminar on tax out there for, fun <laughs> for funeral directors. Oh, wow. Here's a ball bounced to second base off the bat of J.T. Mabry, bobbled by the second baseman and a bad throw at first, blocked up <laughs> nicely by the pitcher. Yeah, that got through the catcher in foul territory. You know, one of the catcher's job with, with nobody on base uh, on a uh, ball to the infield, he is supposed to be backing up that first baseman. And uh, he was, but the pitcher, fortunately for them, was backing him up. And yeah, the uh, throw got away, tipped enough by the first baseman after Victor's throw had gotten away from him and then went past the catcher and backed up. So J.T. Mabry on. Here's a bunt by Coker. That is going to be a beauty. Wow. And safe at first base. He bunted it between the mound and first base just hard enough that it got past the pitcher in terms of being able to get right to it. And by the time the pitcher did, Brett has his first hit of the game, a bunt single. And so with runners at first and second base, we are going to have Cam Johnson coming to the plate as a pinch hitter. Price similar pinch ran and scored back in the last inning, swinging a foul here. After Jeremiah Boyd led off that seventh of a single, similar went in to run for Kim. And now Cam Johnson is batting for Bryce. Strike one with Johnson. Takes up high, a fastball, misses from Higgins. Outfield straight away for the pinch hitter who becomes the Blue Raiders designated hitter. Mabry at second, Coker at first. Johnson shows bunt, takes up high for a ball, two and one. Cam has two hits in seven at bats, couple of runs batted in. Memorable first Blue Raider at bat, a two run single as a pinch hitter. Sure would like to get a couple more runs here. He's showing bunt and Bunts it up the third baseline. They're going to let it roll foul. Smart move because otherwise that's a bunt single. It was interesting. The third baseman did not charge that. He, he must have read it off the bat. You know, sometimes you you know. Oh, yeah. You can. You know, we have things that you can't see from this angle or from the stands even. So a 2-2 count and Cam back at the plate with two on and nobody out in this eighth inning. He's showing bunt with two strikes. Gets it down up the first baseline. Done very well. The first baseman has it. That's Bodicic. And he throws it to Fichter covering, but a sacrifice for Johnson. So now you've got runners at second and third and just one more, just one out. And that'll get Briggs Rudder. 
Briggs has an RBI single and is two for four in this game. Base hit back in the first to start and the scoring. Western brings the infield in. The second baseman and first baseman are playing almost on the grass. Shortstop about three steps back. But he's, uh, what, even with the, uh, pretty much even with the, uh, yeah, the, base, the baseline? Yeah, but, yeah, about that. Third baseman playing even with the bag. Rudder takes a pitch for a ball. Mabry and Coker are the Blue Raider base runners after the successful sacrifice by Cam Johnson. 1-0 to Briggs. <coughs> that is inside. And ball two and no strikes. A 10-7 Blue Raider lead. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Game that saw the Blue Raiders 6-0 lead it go in the wrong direction, but then come back in their favor with a four-run bottom of the seventh. Rudder, base hit pass to Pulden infield into center field. That's going to score two and make it 12-7. Blue Raiders, a really fine game at the plate for Briggs Rudder. Came in with two runs batted in on the season, and now he has five with a three RBI game. That's a big clutch base hit for the Blue Raider catcher. Boy, and those are important runs. Now we've got uh, uh, a grand slam won't beat you. Nope. And we've seen enough of those bases loaded situations. We have. Today. So the inning continues for Jackson Galloway. Jackson an RBI and a sacrifice, also a sacrifice bunt. One for three, swing and a miss here on a breaking ball. And one of those runs to Higgins is unearned yeah. as a result of Mabry reaching on the error. Throw to first, Briggs a step and a half lead, uh, has no problem getting back in safely. Well, if they're gonna make an error, you need to take advantage of it. They're giving you a, a base runner for free. Pitch to Galloway goes away outside for a ball. One and one. You've got Rudder and Wright with three runs batted in in this game. And DJ is on deck. Jackson Galloway, as we mentioned, has one. Checks his swing, or did he? I never did see somebody signify a strike, but there's a strike on the board, so it's, I guess, one and two. Rudder a short lead at first with one out. Galloway backs away from an inside fastball. Opening game of conference play. This has been a wild one. <laughs> so a five-run lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Did I catch a, a hint of irony there? <laughs> yeah, just, just a, a slight pinch, <laughs> yes. That makes... Just got to wait till you get all the outs that you need to get. Or Full count delivery. Swing and a miss with a runner going. The throw to second base. Bobbled and safe at second base. 
throw was in the dirt. I'm not sure if they would have gotten it, him as it went to the third yeah, base it, side. It, it was not a particularly good throw. So a strikeout for Higgins, his first. And D.J. Wright has a chance with two outs to drive in another run. He drove in two back in the first with a single. The tying run in the seventh inning with a sacrifice fly to right field. Takes a breaking ball, drops in. Higgins is the fourth pitcher to work for Western. To this point, each team has gone to the bullpen three times and four pitchers. Runner at second base, Briggs Rudder, and Wright takes a pitch, and it's a ball. At least we're not going to see anybody throw eight at us tonight. Doesn't look like. That's what we saw, what, from Tennessee Tech the other night? Eight pitchers? Yes. Swing and a miss. And a strike two on DJ. One and two. Couple of runs in this inning, an error, a bunch single, sacrifice bunt, and a two-run single from Rudder. 12-7 Blue Raiders. Wright sends one a long way foul off to the right side. And foul by a long way also. DJ 5 of 20 against left-handers this season. So he can hit them. A one-two pitch. He checked his swing and a ball in the dirt. Yeah. And two and two. Tried to get him with a breaking ball in on his hands. Had a good look and DJ able to check up on that swing. So it's two and two. Higgins checks rudder, delivers. Ground ball foul near the third base dugout. That's probably ball three, but close enough that he needs to protect the plate. DJ Wright with three runs batted in in this game. So 15 on the year, a slow bouncer to short, quick throw to first. I think he safe. was safe, and yes, he, he was. was safe. He beat it out. An infield single. So Wright has his second base hit of this game. Briggs Rudder moves to third. The Blue Raiders' third hit in the inning. And the inning continues for <laughs> Gabe Jennings, who has three hits. And been hit by a pitch. He's driven in two runs and scored a run. I'll tell you what, between uh, Wednesday night and tonight, he has had a career. <laughs> He's up to 20 runs batted in. He has six hits in the last two games, eight RBIs. Swing and a miss I think and that means, strike one. I think that means you're seeing the baseball pretty well. I think he is. <laughs> Last time up, he had a two-run double and then scored the final run of that inning, four-run seventh inning. Strike one count. 
Higgins missed with a fastball. One and one. Bottom of the eighth, 12-7, Blue Raiders. Runners on the corners with two outs. Luke Vincent on deck. I'd like to see Luke get a chance here in this inning. Jennings one and one. Ball outside, two balls and a strike. I was just checking back. Gabe has uh, reached base consecutively eight times. Wow. A 2-1 pitch to him. It's high and outside in the game. Wednesday night, he was retired on a ground out, then had a single, double, homer, double. In this game, infield hit, single, hit by pitch, and double. And he's got a 3-1 count now. And Higgins is having trouble throwing strikes. Left-hander's got a lot of movement on his fastball. Foul ball out of play, and three and two. So Wright will go from first with the full count and two outs. Yeah, double here probably scores Wright from, uh, from first base since he'll be moving. Rudder is at third, Wright at first. Full count pitch coming. Jennings a swing and a foul back out of play again. Still three and two. Just underscore what you said. D.J. Wright was at second base <laughs> when that ball was foul tipped. Yeah. Just, just about to second. First baseman playing way behind him. Three, two again to Gabe Jennings. Fouled away once more. So three foul balls with the count full. DJ's getting his running in. <laughs> so Gabe Jennings back on. Another full count pitch to the Blue Raider third baseman. Swing and a miss. And that will retire the side, but two more across the plate for the Blue Raiders here in this eighth inning. Two runs on three base hits. There was one error, and two runners are left on base. So we'll go to the ninth. The Blue Raiders holding a 12-7 lead over Western Kentucky. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. All right, top of the ninth inning, James Sells, who came in to the game in the top of the eighth. Got a double play ball out of the only hitter he faced then. Will get set to face Western Kentucky here in the top of the ninth, middle up by a 12-7 score. And Ty Bodicich leads off for Western Kentucky, walked his last time up and scored. He's the first baseman for this Western team. Stands in from the left side, first pitch, strike on the inside corner. Sells on for the seventh time this year. Tullahoma High School, young man from Winchester, delivers and strike two. Bodicich leading off the Western ninth inning. Tried to check his swing and did yes. not, and that's strike three. Sells gets a strikeout. That is the 10th in the game now for Blue Raider pitching. Leadoff batter retired in the Western ninth. And it brings up Lucas Ferris, who has been a handful. Home run, RBI single, or home run, a single and a run scored. He's also walked. Swing and a foul straight back, strike one. Well, these same two teams go at it again tomorrow afternoon, a scheduled start time of 3 o'clock. That'll be a live stream game. Then the finale Sunday at 1 o'clock. Strike called and a good breaking ball, 0-2. Sells the fourth Blue Raider pitcher. Jaden Ham started, Brian Baranek, Patrick Johnson followed, and now Sells. Swing and a miss in the dirt. That was strike three, throw to first, and that completes the out. So a couple of quick outs here in the top of the ninth inning. And we'll see how long it takes to get out number three. In the eighth inning, the Blue Raiders, uh, well, Western never had anybody bat with two outs because there was a double play to end it, but... Here's a ground ball to J.T. Mabry, and it's off his glove. And the Ross, the catcher, is on base. So an error. And that's the first time that a base runner has reached on an error with two outs. But it keeps the streak going. A two-out base runner in the top of the ninth inning for Victor, the second baseman. He has two hits and two runs batted in. First pitch to him is a ball. Next one on the way, a strike called, one and one. 12-7 in the ninth. Blue Raiders out in front. A runner at first and two outs for Western Kentucky. Boy, that 27th out. 
Swing and a miss for strike two, one and two. That's as good a way to get it as any. Just go for the juggler and get the K. Yep. We'll see what happens here. One ball, two strikes. Sells ready, and here's his pitch. That's a wild pitch and moves the runner to second base. Well, it's never easy, is it? No, it isn't. <laughs> it's kind of, well, makes you glad that uh, those two runs in the eighth scored. Yes. Salt. You know, that thought had already crossed my mind. So two and two with this hitter. Victor stands in from the right side and a soft line drive, base hit to center field. That will score a run and make it 12 to eight. That run unearned against Sells. Yeah, any, any runs that James would ish give up would be unearned. Three runs batted in for the number nine hitter. Of course, Victor came into the game at 296 and with three hits in this game, he is well Back up over 300. You know, without those two runs, Victor is uh, the tie would be the tying run at the plate. It's Crittenberger at the plate here. Oh. Yeah, Victor had that base hit. That's right. Well, anyway, he whoever's at the plate would be the uh, the tying run without those two runs. Yes, it would. Two out air, a two out hit. And a two-strike count now on Crittenberger, who has a base hit and has scored twice. He's also walked. You think we can get him out without going 3-2? We'll see. With two outs, an air, a wild pitch, and a single. And ball one is outside and low. Sells once a new baseball and gets one from the home plate umpire, Timothy Rosso. A one two count on Crittenberger. He is the Western center fielder. One two pitch, fouled away, and still the ball and two strikes. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. So, for whatever reason, in this inning, an error and a single, but the Blue Raiders having an awful hard time getting that third out after their two outs in an inning since the first. A one-two pitch, swing and a miss. They got the third out there and that's the ball game. James Sells strikes out three in the ninth inning. Gives up an unearned run on one hit, one error and one left. And the Blue Raiders take the opening game of Conference USA play for 2023 from Western Kentucky by a final score of 12 to eight. This was a crazy game. I'm gonna just let John figure out how to tell you what's gone. I'm gonna think I'll just head home and listen to see how you do it. But in any case, a big win for the Blue Raiders. They get it 12 to eight. And we'll be back with totals and highlights on the Blue Raider post-game show coming up next. You've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Bob Jamison and John Callow back at the ballpark here at Reed Smith Field in Murfreesboro. We had ourselves quite a wild Blue Raider <laughs> win, didn't we? It was crazy. It was crazy. No doubt about it. So the Blue Raiders get it by a score of 12-8 to eight over Western. And it was a game that well, actually probably three segments to the game <laughs> in it. The at least. At Blue least. Blue Raiders scored three in the first. Briggs Rudder driving in one and J.J. Wright the other two. And you had 
J.T. Mabry getting a base hit in that inning as well. Brett Coker had reached on a hit by pitch. He scored, so three in the first. Blue Raiders added three more in the second inning. Snyder started that inning reaching on an air. Mabry a single, and then Boyd had an infield hit in Galloway to drive in one run. Galloway got a hit to drive in the others, and so there was also an error that figured in that inning. So three there. You had a 6-0 Blue Raider lead at the end of two innings of play. You had Jaden Ham pitching for the Blue Raiders, and he was looking like Jaden Ham through the first two innings. He had a couple of strikeouts, faced the minimum, did walk one batter, but that batter was caught stealing. But then in the third, started a string of a real odd coincidence in term, or not necessarily coincidence, just an oddity as far as baseball stats are concerned. From the third inning through the rest of the game, with the exception of the eighth, the Blue Raiders were unable to get the third out of an inning on their first try. And the eighth inning, with the exception, because there was a double play with one out, so you didn't have a batter actually at the plate with two outs, but that's just a, a minor point in that. In that third inning, a home run from Lucas Ferris got Western on the board. It was 6-1. to A couple of two-out walks kept the inning going, but nothing developed. In the fourth inning, there was a runner on with two outs for Western. A couple of two-out walks again. Bases loaded. Final out. No run scored. So it was 6-1 to Blue Raiders after four innings of play. But then in the fifth inning, the two-out problems continued. And in that inning, with one on, then with two outs, a single and a double score, and Western got two to make it 6-3. to three. In the sixth inning, you had basically the same thing. A batter reached on a strikeout wild pitch, a one-out single. Then after the second out, you had a couple of more base runners reach and two-run score. And so you uh, suddenly were looking at a 6-4 to four game, 6-5 to five game, rather. Western did it again with four two-route runners in the seventh to get two runs and take a 7-6 to six lead. And John and I were talking between innings on that. You know, it's, it's a one-run game, but it didn't feel like it. No, it really but, but didn't. But you knew it was baseball, so, you know, you're down by a run. What the heck? And uh, the Blue Raiders came up with four in the bottom of the seventh inning. They were helped by three errors, not in terms of people getting on base, but errors that allowed base runners to advance and set up better situations. And and when it uh, when uh, when we say, you know, it didn't feel like a one-run game, that's because we just hadn't been able to get anything done at right. the plate for four innings. The, the uh, Dalton Maceras had come in for the starter. Cole Heath, who was starting in place of the original starter, who was scheduled to but had to miss Burns because he had missed because of the flu. And uh, Maceras had just shut the Blue Raiders down until that four-run seventh. And so he went from being on the positive side as the, the winning pitcher and ended up taking the loss. The Blue Raiders got those runs in the seventh inning. And, and you know, you had Briggs-Rutter driving in. Well, actually, he got two runs in the eighth. Gabe Jennings, a two-run double to keep his uh, marvelous two games going. Uh, And there were a couple of runs scoring on throwing errors. Blue Raiders added two more in the eighth inning, and Rudder was the one that drove those in uh, to make it 12-7. 
Then with two outs in the top of the ninth, an air and a single, or air while pitching a single got uh, Western their final run. But uh, again, this is just a very interesting oddity of getting that final um, out of an inning uh, continued. But it it went in the favor of the Blue Raiders as they win this one 12 to eight. Uh, pretty uh, pretty nice one to win, but boy, <laughs> it can make you it can wear you out. Yeah. But uh, you know, we one of the things we talked about was uh, you you've got a six run lead with Jaden Ham on the mound. Who who thinks that you're going to end up in a twelve to eight ball game? Not 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 yeah. me at all. I mean, I I just I'm thinking okay with Jaden pitching, yeah. this is uh, and. Uh, it it's, tells you how well we've seen him pitch right. and, and, and how the confidence that we have in him. Yeah, we've uh, seen to him pitch very that. well, and uh, tonight he was not pitching very well. Yeah. Too many walks. Yeah. do want to mention that uh, with uh, us being able to uh, talk to Coach Meyer after the game, Austin Pert is down on the field, and I see Coach Meyer coming to him. i got to get my hat because it's signaling that I'm – we're going to be ready. So when we're going to be going down to them in just a minute, uh, as soon as they get up a little bit closer to uh, to home plate. There we go. So. They should be ready now. So let's go down on the field. Austin Pert with Coach Jerry Myers. And we're not getting it. Well, we've got technical difficulties, so we're let's see if we can. We're going to just have to go on and and give you some final numbers on this one. We'll uh, apologize for that because we'd like to hear what Coach Myers had to say about this uh, very very interesting game. And John confirms that old Bob didn't not punch the wrong, right button, which is very unusual. Anyway, um, we'll be back because you give us you give you some final comments on tonight's game. But uh, we'll take this final break. You've been listening or are listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. 
Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Apologize for the missing the interview with Coach Myers. I'd love to hear what he had to say, and we'll have to get Austin get on Austin to, to tell us. But in any case, uh, it's time to do some final numbers, and you've got more than a couple. I've got more than a few. You're absolutely right. Uh, the final line score... Got 8, 11, and uh, 6 errors with 11 left on for Western Kentucky. For the Raiders, 12 runs on 14 hits, 2 errors, 7 left on base. Uh, Looking at the hitting for the Raiders, and that's where we really want to talk about. J.T. Mabry keeps hitting, and uh, he uh, uh, goes 2 for 5, scores 3 times. Um... Jeremiah Boyd looks like he's got his stroke back. Uh, He goes two for three with an RBI. He also scores one run. And uh, the Bryce Simler pinch running for Jeremiah Boyd comes in and scores a run as well. Uh, Big night for Briggs Rudder. He goes three for five with three RBI. And like you said, uh, uh, Gabe Jennings keeps it going. Three for four with a couple RBIs. He scores at once. And then a good night for D.J. Wright, I thought. Uh, two, he goes two for four uh, and has three RBI. For the uh, pitching on the pitching side, uh, Cole Heath starts it for uh, uh, Western Kentucky, goes two and a third. Uh, he's replaced by Dalton Massaris, who came on pitch pretty well. 
but ends up uh, taking the loss. Jack Bennett an inning and uh, Cal Higgins an inning. For the Raiders, Jaden Hamm uh, is the starter. He goes four and two-thirds, gives up three runs, all earned on five hits, five walks, five strikeouts. It's that with those walks that uh, you look at the total walks for the Raiders tonight. Um, you know, when you give up 11 hits and walk eight people, it's hard to win ball games. but somehow or another uh, it's also hard to win ball games when you make six errors. So... <laughs> um, Brian Brannick uh, came on uh, for uh, uh, Jaden Ham got the last out of the uh, of the fifth inning. Uh, to- pitches a total of uh, two innings, gives up four runs, all earned on four hits, two walks, three strikeouts. Patrick Johnson uh, came on in a tough situation in that uh, we're in the uh, in the seventh inning, right? Yeah, and. Uh, so he goes uh, third of an inning. Do I have that right? No, because he got a, a third of an inning. It uh, goes two-thirds of an inning because he pitched on into the eighth. Gives up no runs, though, on one hit, one walk, one strikeout. He'll end up being the winning pitcher. James Sells comes on uh, in the eighth uh, in a tough situation. A couple of runners on uh, that uh, Patrick Johnson had left there. Sells gets a big double play to end the eighth inning, then uh, goes uh, the ninth, gives up one run. It was unearned on one hit, no walks, two strikeouts. He'll end up with a save. So Patrick Johnson is now going to be 1-0. and James Sells gets a save. That's his second. And uh, Dalton uh, Masaris uh, takes the loss. He is 1-1. One and, one. and we played this thing in something like uh, – Three hours and 15 minutes. And the Blue Raiders get it from a Western opening game of Conference USA play. 12-8 is the final score here tonight. So it sets up the stage for game two tomorrow. It's a 3 o'clock start. And as we mentioned, it'll be a, a live stream game. And so we'll be talking at about 10 minutes till 3 on that one. And then, of course, the uh, back on the radio for Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon start is 1 o'clock, and that will be uh, 12.40 airtime on our network. Tomorrow, starting pitcher for the Blue Raiders will be Eric Swan, and it is expected to be Dawson Hall going for the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Again, the final here tonight. Blue Raiders win from Western by a final of 12 to 8. For John Callow, this is Bob Jamison. Thank you for joining us this evening. Look forward to having you with us again tomorrow afternoon for more Blue Raiders baseball. And until then, we'll say so long from the ballpark. And you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.